This is the who, how, what, when, where and why of setting up a podcast. So this is my where episode, where people listen to podcasts, where to host your podcast, where to publish your podcast, where to record your podcasts from and where to publicise your podcast. So where do people listen to podcasts? Physically, where are they? Well, some statistics that came out this year say that 49% listen at home, and that's been about the same as previous years. I know that I listened to podcasts when I was doing the ironing and housework, and that's how I first got into them. But some people listen in the gym. Some people listen while they're out walking. And I have listened to a podcast while I was out walking a dog, and that was quite good because I could keep the dog entertained and I was entertained. 23% have listened in a car. Now that's up from 19% in 2017. I think that's because quite a few new cars come with the ability to play your podcast easily over the speaker system. Which podcast directories are they using? Well, there's an article that says, where do people listen in September 2018? And it said that Apple Podcasts got 52% of the listeners, Spotify 19%, Stitcher 4.6%, and then several other little ones, including Google Podcasts at 0.9%, but that one's deemed to have significant potential for growth. So you're going to need to teach people how to access your podcast if they're not already podcast listeners. And I'm going to be putting together an article on how to do that as part of launching my big podcast. Now, where to host your podcast? I've hosted this one on Anchor, which is free. That's a great advantage. And it does everything that you need to do to launch a podcast very simply and easily. But it does have some disadvantages. Some people are wary about the fact that it's free. But there are some disadvantages to Anchor that would mean that I wouldn't want to use it for my big podcast. So I've been looking at others. Now, the one that I'm settling on, I think, is Buzzsprout. It has size limitations, which most podcast hosts don't. But the size limitations aren't ones that concern me. For $12 a month, I'll be able to upload three hours of podcast per month. And it will cost an extra $4 for each extra hour, which I think is enough for my podcast. It's got unlimited storage and 250 gigabytes of bandwidth per month. So that's 20 to 40,000 listeners. I think that's going to be plenty for my podcast too. So the size restrictions, although they're a bit unusual that Buzzsprout has those, I don't think they'll affect me. Buzzsprout doesn't have the most sophisticated statistics, but it does have the basic ones that most podcast hosts have. And when I say it doesn't have the most sophisticated statistics, I mean that it doesn't show you where your listeners would drop off on the podcast, where they've stopped listening. But it provides most of the other statistics. So I'll live with that. Buzzsprout doesn't provide ads or sponsorship for you which Anchor does, and quite a lot of the other podcast hosts do, so that you can monetize your podcast. 
as I've said in earlier episodes, that's not my consideration, so I'm not worried about that. Although Buzzsprout does let you advertise within your own podcast if you want to, or you can use Patreon, which is where your listeners can contribute financially. Now, what are the things in Anchor that Anchor does that mean that I will have to move to Buzzsprout, even though Buzzsprout is costing me money? Well, the most key ones are it doesn't provide for a website or a WordPress plugin that I will need to be able to upload show notes. And I think these are going to be quite key. You can put a small description of your episode into Anchor. You can't input very much. And I don't think you can put links. So those things, if they are available in Anchor, they're not very easy. And you wouldn't be able to add photographs, which you would be able to if you had a WordPress plugin, for example. So those things are missing from Anchor and they're there in spades in Buzzsprout. One thing I like about Buzzsprout that a few other podcast hosts have is the ability to make your podcast its own app within both the Android and the iPhone world. And I think this is going to be quite key for me because I'm going to want people who will listen to this podcast who may not listen to any other podcast and may want a very simple way to get to it. Also, Anchor doesn't provide a tool to point at other than the podcast's own page on Anchor, which I think is a key problem. Whereas only 6.8% of Buzzsprout's customers point to the host There's a very interesting uh, article by Daniel J. Lewis on the Audacity to Podcast website that he issued on the 3rd of December this year. What new data suggests about podcast hosting customers? SoundCloud provides for the largest share of podcasts. They seem to be mostly for music podcasts. Anchor has the next largest share. 41.7% are inactive. Whereas for Buzzsprout, which is some way down the page... It has 76.8% of its podcasts are active. So this is quite interesting. And you can read Daniel's conclusions from his statistics and his definitions of inactive and active on his article. Which I say, which I, as I explained, is what new data suggests about podcast hosting customers. Daniel J. Lewis is one of the podcast hosts that I've been listening to on podcasts about podcasting. Another one is Podcastification, which is Kerry Green. He has an episode about where to publish your podcast and how to publish to all the various directories and a little bit about each directory in episode 122 of Podcastification, published on the 27th of November 2018. Now I'm going to talk about where you record your podcasts from. In one of my earlier episodes, I talked about the fact that I was podcasting from a cupboard, and I did for that episode, but subsequent episodes, it was I had just found it a bit too cramped. So I moved outside the cupboard, which was a wardrobe in my spare room, And now I podcast next to the bed in the spare room, but with a big king-size duvet over the door of the cupboard that I referred to, that I point into with my microphone. I sit opposite the duvet that's over the cupboard door. And I wrap the duvet around the side of me. It's a king-size duvet. 
In fact, it's a super king-sized duvet, so there's lots of it. So when you're using your microphone, it's important where you're, you're podcasting from because you may get background noise, you may get wind noise. So it's quite tricky when you're out and about and you may need extra equipment. Other places you could be recording a podcast from are in other people's homes and shops. While it's quite important there that you find somewhere quiet to record from. If you are out and about, then it's useful to get sound bites of the background as to play those as part of the podcast to add texture to it. If you podcast from events, then make sure you get permission. And as I say, you have to think about your equipment, mixer desks, digital recorders, special microphones that will work in those conditions. Microphones form a big part of a podcaster's world. Lastly, where to publicise your podcast? Well, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've only publicised this once a week on Twitter, but I still got quite a few listeners. As I said last week, it was averaging 10 listeners per episode over four episodes. This week, I can report that that's doubled. And that may be because... I mentioned this podcast to my friends and family in the Christmas letter. Or it may be that I used a cheeky title last last week. Anyway, as it is Christmas, and you're probably going to be listening to this over your Christmas and New Year period, a very happy Christmas to everybody. Next time, I'm going to be podcasting when to podcast. So don't forget to subscribe to my podcast at anchor.fm forward slash kathy91 and if you can leave me an, a review on itunes that would be wonderful apple podcasts that is constructive criticism would be very welcome toodle pip 